first beginning you know sometimes you gotta mix it up sometimes <laughs> hello everyone again you are now listening to portals oh i like it, it was portals. nice short and sweet portals i am your host today anise and of course alongside me is pastor nathan cassis hello Pastor Tony Cassis. Hello, everyone. And Dr. Robin Cassis. Hi, guys. We already are joined in to our Torque live family portals live family my mind went somewhere for a second (laughs) yeah i was um we have already joined in with our live family or not via our facebook app and of course we have a few live audience members in our church home as well listening in ready to fill these pockets with a whole bunch of gems so we don't want to waste any time tonight because we want to jump right back in because last week, between last week's portal and last week's sermon, there was a lot to chew on. But there's more, of course, because the portals just don't close when you're asking the Holy Spirit or having a conversation with him. So he's always ready to talk. And he's been talking. Amen. He's been talking. He's been talking some good stuff. And when he talks, Tell us. it's not that scary. It's not. It's very gymtastic. Because you know, Pastor, if you um, have a relationship, a really strong relationship, Shania, you're not scared of someone talking. Mm, see, you're starting already. I hear some flesh burning already in the back. Listen it. I mean, it's so true. It oh, is. Lord. It's so true, based on relationship. And, uh, you know, it, it's all based on relationship. And uh, then whatever he says is good. Mm. It's wow. good. It's good for you. My Lord. Wow. So, oh, I thought you were going to say something, Pastor Tony. Mm. Mm, there you go. Um, so I just want to complete You got to complete. You got to kick it to me because. Yes, I was about to. Crazy, isn't it? Yes, because Sunday, first of all, Sunday was promised Sunday. And you guys tag team on a sermon that was just mind-blowing. There were so many gems for that sermon. I don't even know where to start. But. Pastor Nathan, you started that one, so we can kick this off for you to start this portal and tell us what happened on Sunday. 
Yeah, well, Pastor Robin put me on the spot because prophetically she said, you're going to preach. But I think that was really powerful because I couldn't go off anything that I had prepared. I just went off what the Lord is doing in me, a personal testimony, a personal walk. And a lot of people tell me that they were encouraged by it. I basically spoke on faith being God's intention to perform a miracle. And um, I've been a Christian many, many years, all my life, and I've been taught many things about faith, but I never understood until now that it's actually God's intention to perform a miracle. And I, I kind of tied it into um, the statement how we're primed by life to hear a voice and what voice are we being primed to. And uh, primed meaning this, we're always being conditioned by something to position us to hear a response from someone. And right. it's a one, no, it's a two-sided response. Is it the Lord or is it the devil? Mm-hmm. And um, something that I didn't get to mention, but I'll throw it in there now because we're on the portal, Uh-oh. is the difference, I'm learning the difference between God's voice and Satan's voice. God's voice is faith, hope, and love. Satan's voice is fear. At the root of everything that Satan says is fear. Right. All right. And if you learn to recognize that, you'll learn to hear him speak. But where do you come into that? That's the part we need and, to uh, see. And <laughs> what I have learning from first-hand learning. experience, learning is from her first-hand experience, is um, I said it on Sunday night. Whenever you find yourself saying inside yourself, because, that's your voice. Mm. Yeah. That's not the devil's voice. Because <laughs> human condition, we don't like change. Mm. So... I can't change because of this. So how do I break that down? You've, you've believed a ah, lie very from good. the devil about not changing. Maybe you've believed you're incapable of change. But the human thing that we do is we attach symptoms mm. to the conversation with God as evidence of why we can't go to him and believe that he intends to perform a miracle. So, you know, strip that down a bit. What that means is the enemy will come. And I should leave right now. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I'll the come en- with you. The enemy end of, comes end of with story. a lie, and the way he gets you to, you know, marry to that lie is obviously he gets you to say, I, you know, I'm a failure. Um, you know, I'm rejected. I have no hope. I'm always going to be like this. But the transition, because remember the soul is a three-part thing, as well as it being soul, spirit, body. The soul has three parts, mind, will, emotions. So the transition from where it comes from demonic to you changes with the word because. Because... Give us yeah, a, like a I can't change. Like, you know, I can't love that person because. because. So the love is obviously God, Holy Spirit, God's Spirit calling you to love that person. Yeah. The voice of the enemy is saying, no, you hate that person. Hate that person. But the because is the marriage of you using the enemy's argument mm. as the excuse on why you will not believe what God has said, which is to love that person. Someone is saying, go ahead, Pastor Nate, spot on. So the because is human. It's not satanic and it's not the Lord. It's you. And what we do as humans is we use Satan's arguments to create symptomatic communication with the Lord 
where we say, you know what, I can't, I can't change because of this. So, so we're saying here that, uh, you know, I want to come from another angle with the same symptomatic communication. That we, what if we only go to God, the Holy Spirit, when we have symptoms? So you just took it. What about if we had a a day, right? Where you had no symptoms. No (laughs) symptoms going on. Everything was good. Everything. Describe a symptom. Can we honestly say? We would communicate with him. What are some of the examples of people going to the symptom? A bad day? Feeling sick? The symptoms are always what you're taking in with your senses. Yeah. Physical senses. What you see, what you smell, what you feel, what you taste. Like today, we prayed. It It was an enlightening refreshment. We prayed for no traffic and I was... Surprise! The moment we got on the highway, for about fifteen minutes on the highway, there was ab- I f- there was no one on the road. Yeah, it was like a Lord, is this a, it was a ghost town. Wow. No, no, no. That was a prayer, Lord. The Lord was giving us a Holy taste. Spirit, clear the road ahead because we need to get somewhere. Now, um, I'm saying, is our communication based? On symptoms mm. all the time. We're not feeling good. We need something. Something's yeah. going on yep. outside. Yep. I, I'm asking that because that's not communication. Yeah. Mm. And then what I'm coming from that's is that's a need. That's yeah. not a want. And where I'm coming I from want is to communicate with God. I miss God. The Holy Spirit, if I don't communicate yeah. with him in the day. Mm. You see, I could have the best day in the world, but if I'm not communicating with the Holy Spirit, I'm having an empty day. Ooh. Yeah. And this is where I'm coming from because this is why, because we've been telling our church, get the hard word. Yeah. You know, you've got to hear it from God. You'll never hear it from God if all you talk to him about is symptoms. Because he can't break through your because. Mm. He's got to be able to break through your because to give you the hard word. And if you're saying, I can't do this or, well, what a, life is like this because, 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 because. Yeah, it's, it's all always, symptoms. It's always um, looking at life like that. See, I, I think that um, he, he, you know, I could really see really bad things in the day but I choose to let him show me mm. what he wants me to see in that day yeah. mm. and sometimes I'm s- totally surprised because I'm expecting him to show me something and he's showing me there's nothing to show you mm. let's just walk together today and enjoy each other's company yeah we don't have to be dealing with crises and such yeah. like that. And you know, if you want to sit down, I'll sit down with you, and we just communicate together, or we'll enjoy each other's fellowship. Mm. Uh, I'm telling you, the Church of Jesus Christ is not used to that. Mm, that's true. And I think it's important because 
what I was sharing about faith being God's intention, and I want people to understand the difference. Even faith to believe in God comes from God. Definitely. And this is what people have to get. The reason why sometimes your faith is not looking the giant or the mountain in the face, face is because it's your faith. Yeah. Only it's God's a, faith, it, as I faith said, can look the giant in the, in the face and say, move. But actually, as I said on Sunday night when you finished preaching, I brought this subject forward. It, it's all about a measure of faith. Does the measure of faith that we've been given enough to have this communication with God? Or do we need to get the full measure of faith? You know, there's my question. Some pastor, come on, answer this one. <laughs> Over to you, Pastor Tony. <laughs> Throw it to him. Throwing it to you, Pastor Tony. Uh, I don't understand what question you asked. I said. Do we have to have the full faith? Straight away, or the measure of faith? Is a measure of faith enough to have full communication with God? Or do we need to rely upon the full measure of faith mm. for communication? Honestly, I don't know. You don't know? I, I think you need to explain what you understand that means. Well, I... I always, I always thought Jesus was the only one who had a full measure. No, no. Well, yes, yes, in a way it is. But when you have Christ living in you, then you have the potential to have full measure of faith through him living through you. Mm. So that's when your measure of faith takes you to a place. But to have his full measure of faith means you have to recognize that you have Christ living within you and he's going to live out his life or his uh, action through you and mm. his faith through you because he does have faith. Now, do people believe that God has faith? Why would God need faith? Why oh, would Lord. God the Holy Spirit need faith, Pastor? Why? Don't know. Well, it's for us. <laughs> right. So that he can live his life out through us and that we can be available for his ability. Mm. So with that being said, because this is mind-blowing for me as well to understand that full measure of faith. And if I had to answer that question, I would probably say that the, you know, the smaller portion, if you will, would be, wouldn't be enough sometimes. And I the instantly thought of a scenario, like say if I'm fearing something and I don't feel like I have faith, then I feel like I have to like find that up. full, yes, that full measure just to go to the Lord to but be like, wait, I'm not have full measure of faith, but you will have the one that will have full measure of faith living within you. Amen. I think the question is answered because Jesus said to the disciples, if you have the grain of a mustard seed of faith, you can say to this mountain, be moved. Now that's before the Holy Spirit was living within us. So he's saying there, 
even the grain, and I don't know if you've seen a grain. The mustard seed's pretty small. If you see a grain of a mustard seed. We did an activation once. Yeah, I remember at Jazz Gallery. I still have it. Pastor gave us out a mustard seed and it couldn't even fit. Like it just fit. And that was a mustard seed and we could barely even see it. So he's saying a grain. The grain. So I think the grain of a mustard seed can, you know, give you the reality of speaking to the mountain and the mountain being moved. The grain of a mustard seed can can start the conversation, but then I believe it's the fullness of faith from Christ within you. Here we go, abiding in Christ all it's over all again. About it. Faith, hope, and love, the abiding realities. Faith energized by love, by the Holy Spirit that creates a fullness of faith. And what I'm talking about with fullness of faith is faith that is not based on symptoms. Faith that is not communication that's not based on symptoms. I think the Lord is really speaking to both our churches. Faith that is based on belief. Yeah, and faith that is based on who God is. You know, who God is. In who He is. Who God is. And um, the because, I want to go back to the because, but I'll come come back after we go to a break because we're already 17 minutes in. But I really want to, I wouldn't want to break this down, the because. Because when you say because, you're actually using Satan's lie as evidence against God on why he can't perform. Hmm. That's negative. I don't know about you, but I don't want to use Satan's lie to prove my case for anything. Oh, my God. Now he's your defense. You know what? We're going to take a short break, and we're going to come back into this because this is getting... Good. This is a fighting. So we are back and we wanted to come back on and straight away just start unpacking this because there's definitely a thread and we're we're starting to get it. We're starting to get it, I'll say, as far as we, as in I'm speaking for the audience because the audience can't speak to you guys directly, but people are getting it, and we just wanted to keep the conversation going. So you guys can take it away wherever you want to pick back up from, Dr. Robin, if you will. See, again, we uh, um, Juliet has just said, uh, we are uh, your vessels, and, and you, Lord, will perform perform your miracles through us. us. Mm -hmm. Now, this is relationship. This is true relationship. Him performing his miracles through this vessel, this instrument, this channel. This is where we get it right. This is where we don't try to compete with the Holy Spirit, that we become that place where he can flow through. What part do we have? We make ourselves available. What's the available for? His ability, not for our ability. Ability is always the Holy Spirit and Our being available to hold that ability is our part to play and Mm. allow that ability to go forth through us like a channel. I think you said something very, very, very powerful then, and I hope everybody caught it. Yes. 
how do you kill performance Christianity? Be available. Yeah, available. Because you can't perform when it's not your ability. Mm. So how do you kill works mentality Christianity? Just be available. You said, I'm learning this. God can do a miracle for you. Or he can do a miracle through you. Yeah, mm. it's the through, not for. The for, let me say mm. this, because this is my, yep. you know, all this abiding is stirring up in me. The for is always indicating work. Mm. You'll need another you miracle. <laughs> work for someone. Do you understand? It immediately implies, but through implies through something, communication comes. Relationship comes. Through loving you, we communicate. We have fellowship together. So one is working and the other is abiding. Yes. And the performance is the competition. It's competition with the Holy Spirit. That's essentially mm, what it is, broken mm, down. Mm. Get, a, get rid of all of the labels that you've put on it, you know, like, you know, oh, I'm just trying to do it. Or, you know, trying no to reason. one else. Reasoning, <laughs> yeah, self-effort. It's literally competing with the Holy Spirit. But the Lord doing a miracle for you, you'll always need him to do another miracle for you. And my But when you can come sorry, to the I'm state of him to do a miracle through you, that's a different thing. So my question is this. My question is this, Pastor, and I put it out there. Why did the Lord put aside his deity and work with Father and the Holy Spirit? Why? Did he work separate from them? No. Right. Okay, this is the key. To show us the way, right? Yes, yes, to show us the way it is to be done. Mm. We sang that on Sunday. It is to show us the way it is to be done. God... Jesus put aside his deity. He, we didn't have three workings going on. We had one working, right? And they were all working, both were working with the Father. Now, Jesus showed that if he went to his Father in the morning, his Father would work through him all day. Jesus did not work separate from the Father or the Son. Now, tell us something. That should throw you into it now. Well, I think you meant Jesus did not work aside from the Father or the Spirit. No, did not. In fact, he didn't start his ministry until the Spirit anointed him. That's right. Which was not so much to empower Jesus, but to make a public um, announcement that he was anointed of God, and that's why the voice said from heaven, you are my beloved son and you I'm well pleased. So it's not like suddenly Jesus became the son of God like some nope. get into an error about. He was born the eternal son. He lived before he was born, before Abraham was I am. The yes. baptism of the Holy Spirit for Jesus was just a, a sort of in-time chronological event that marked his ministry beginning. Yep. 
And guess what? He hasn't been stopping from ministry. When he ascended into heaven, he's ministering through us. So he's showing he's still us. Ministering. Showing us this is the way to do it. Yep. And this it's is so simple and yet we don't get it. I don't get it yet, but it's so simple. And so now we 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 think about that and we think, well, this was not a separate a separate work going on. Yeah. This was just one work and both were working with the Father. Mm. Both. So there wasn't, hey, Jesus, you do your work, and Holy Spirit, you do your work, and Father, you do your work. It was one work. If I may just give a small sort of testimony slash practical example. Go for it. To do with our daughter Christy, right? Yeah. Yeah, when we got the news about what she was up against a few weeks back, it it was pretty... Hard, devastating in a sense to think that, you know, your child is going to go through a tough time mm. because her, at that stage her, her health was really not looking up. So Nate brought out and Pastor, you brought out, you've got to get a revelation yourself. You've got to ask yes. the hard question. Yes. And both you did and I did. But the Lord often does this with me. He divvies up my walk so that I don't run ahead of him. Yeah. So as I was journaling for Christy, all he said to me was, every day I will show you something to come against and to also loose upon her. So I'd, I'd do both edges of that sword. And that's the same message, not meaning to interrupt, but that's the same message both uh, Pastor Nathan got and I got as well. So I... Like every time now I, I pray for my daughter, I, I set aside a time where I listen to the Holy Spirit and I just say, Lord, what is it that I'm to pray over Christy to bind from affecting her? For instance, today I got the word hurt. So all day long I'll just say, Lord, just reminding you, I'm binding up the power of hurt that's affecting her emotions and her body. But then I, my word from the Lord is continually release joy, release gladness, and even happiness. Because, mm. you know, um, a merry heart makes good like a, like a medicine. Medicine, yeah. So day by day, my faith walk increases in a sense because when we hear what God has done, not because I'm the only one, but each one is walking in faith as they went and asked God. Each one gets a revelation and God is moving on that because rev- it starts with God. Yeah. The pastor rang me yesterday saying, she said, Tone, I feel like um, there's a misdiagnosis. The Lord no, told I Sorry, I keep wording it wrong. Feel you the have Lord to told me. Give him the honour. Yeah. Because she heard Nate sort of saying it. That was a few weeks ago and yeah. I didn't say a you word didn't get about it. it. You didn't get I that. got out of bed yesterday morning and the Lord says she's been misdiagnosed. And I. I had to chew that, and I'm thinking, I don't know anything about that sort of thing. I know what you usually say to me, and that is what to do for that day for her. But now you're telling me she's been misdiagnosed? I think I'm going to have to go and share that with my husband and just ask him what he thinks about what I got. 
And I, I felt I, the same, but I, I can't. I couldn't say like Pastor did that. God told me. He hadn't told me. He had told her. He had revealed it to Nate, which is good, right? Because that's the truth. So I felt. I'll, I'll just correct. I, I don't think he revealed it to me. Go to, to go back to what I was saying in the start. I think I was being primed. To believe that. To believe yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I had... I, I hadn't heard a direct revelation, but... Well, I had as the I kept, direct revelation. As I kept prodding the Holy Spirit and asking him to not focus on symptoms and what he showed me, because I wasn't going to him about symptoms. I was going to him about the root issue, which is Christie's wholeness, yeah. not just her healing. Yeah. Because he said to me in the journal, if she gets a transplant, if she gets a... Yeah, that's right. She'll that need another one sense. in 10 years. Because the problem's and still yeah, there. And so I don't want to yeah. interrupt, but I went to the Lord about that and he began to lay an impression on me. So he was priming. He was priming me for a revelation that she was misdiagnosed, that it wasn't what we were believing it was. And But mine, I didn't even go after it. Now, this is the faithfulness of my God and that is... I didn't go after it, Shanae. I just got out of bed and he just was stirring it and stirring it and stirring it in me and to the point where I had to acknowledge it, that something was being spoken to me in me to speak out for him. Do you see? Like that vessel. And so that's why I couldn't, shake it or kick it so i said i'm going to talk to tony about this this is freaky and scary to make a statement like that i don't know anything about the illness except what i'm being ta taught it's not hers but the illness and so that's the area i was going on and then that's when it happened. I just said, i got to tell you, he's been laying it on me that she's been misdiagnosed. What do you think of that? He went, well, like that. So I said, well, I've got to go with what he told me. Just like I had to step out and say she, she will live and not die and proclaim the name of the Lord. The moment he spoke it in to me, I had to speak it out for him. And let him be my voice to speak it out. We don't have two voices going on. I'm, I'm endeavouring to have only one voice, his voice. And I think if I can quickly, someone said here. Okay. It's a good realisation what Pastor just said. The Lord, the Lord can prime us for revelation. I want to come back to this. This is good. We always think that revelation is instantaneous. No, like no, no. Takes what Pastor time. said, like the actuation of that, like she could feel a stirring in her spirit. And I, I hope that people listening can understand what I'm saying. When God is getting re ready to reveal something to you, it's ongoing. He yeah. warms you up. Yeah. He's not a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am kind of person. And he Come doesn't on. do this, Pastor. Yeah, That's and, it. You know, this is all done. You. See, when the enemy drops facts on you, he lands it on you. Yeah. Mm. Because he wants you to just feel the blow. But when God is convincing you by his spirit, 
He's priming you. Stirring you, you inside. There's a stirring in your heart. There's a there's a reaction that is going on in your like physiological senses where you're feeling like a even a weightiness, a heaviness. And you'll you'll start to and see this is the Lord saying, I'm speaking into this now. That is a flow. Remember. Mm. Energio, that's the flow of the Holy Spirit. I so think some flow, people were getting that this yeah. week. Flow, I've heard them praying that way. The flow has to continue. So he wants to continue speaking into the flow. And this is what he did with me when I began to inquire of him. He began that flow in me like, I'm going to reveal to you. Now reveal, meaning over a period of time, more and more, to establish that it's me, faith is my intention mm. to perform the miracle, yeah. that your sister is misdiagnosed. So so it comes down to this. It comes down, who performs the miracle? That's what it comes down to. So what's our part to play? To believe for that miracle, but we don't perform it. This is where the hands get taken off and we're not in competition with the Lord and we're not comparing ourselves. And this is where we allow this full measure of faith to flow through us. And this is where that argument of performance tries to rob God from being the one that performs the miracle because the demon of performance that comes along and says, your performance can do better than God in this circumstance. Yeah, and the other thing or is quicker. we don't... Yeah, or quicker or, yeah. or, or easier. Mm-hmm. You're, you performing could outperform God Ooh. in Ooh. this... And Pastor, I think we've got to take a portal, you and me. Yeah, this is. We've we got to get there now. We've got to. We, and we go can, for it. We and can then, just slip out of the room while you guys are. <laughs> right. Oh. But then this, no, this is where. Good. I'm learning. I'm, I'm this loving This is it. where every part of our communication now becomes symptomatically based. Oh. Because we look at God yeah, and say, we say could do it better. Mm. Because. Ah. Or as good as. No, no, or as good as. As good oh, as. Oh, as good and as. And see the word because, oh the Lord said to me this week, he said, because is you being in your cause. I was going to say, what's the etymology on that? Your being, mm. your, your state cause. of being for your cause. Yeah. Be. Hello. Cause. This is why it's the self language. Yeah. And you use the lies of the enemy as evidence before the judge why you have the right to say because. And I, I'm, uh, I'm determined <laughs> that I'm not going to allow symptoms on their, on their to flow through me Come on. as a vessel. I would rather allow the Holy Spirit, God the Spirit to flow through me, not symptoms flow through me as a vessel. And to go back to what you were saying in our sub-portal before we started, see, God has the right to say because to you. Because he can say, well, I'm going to bless you because I'm good, not because of your and obedience. that's when we get into the situation. There's a lot of happening. And that's, Pastor, that's when we get into the situation that we get the blessing because of his faithfulness. Not because of our faithfulness. You know what? We gotta take a break, take a break. because you gotta take a I break. can give you a lot of reasons why I we need, need to take oxygen. one. 
Right. I can give you a lot of reasons <laughs> why we can take a break, but I don't want to be married to because because it ain't for my cause or yours. Nope. So we'll be right back. We're just getting a whole bunch of comments from our live audience saying that it, everything's just wild and gems. For a minute, I don't have my glasses on, so I thought someone was shooting the middle finger, but it's just a pointing finger. Sorry, Pastor Rob. Yeah, probably there's just, a lot going on with <laughs> it's these It's a lot diamonds. going on with these diamonds and other diamonds emojis that was a bit deceiving. You thought it um, was an evangelist figure? <laughs> yes, I thought it was part of the fivefold. Anywho... Of course, we were subportaling, so I had to come in. I had to come back in to let you guys Please in do. on this prophetic conversation because the gems were getting hot. So we're going to quote Dr. Robin and something she said and take it back a few notches because there's a few gems that need to be shared after this one. Yeah, I'll share what I shared about the split up of the words. Um, and um, the because, going back to that, uh, you know, the Lord said to me this week, he said, Nathan, when you say because, it's your being in your cause. And it's your being in your cause to not change, your being in your cause to, you know, not let my spirit perform through you and not for you. And uh, we talked in the subportal about the difference. And I asked this question to someone. Can God perform a miracle through you? In spite of you? In spite of you? <laughs> or is God always performing a miracle for you? Yeah. Because that will be a barometer yeah. of where your abiding relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ sure is. is at. Because like Pastor said, when he does it in spite of you, you get blessed, but you weren't a part of it. Yeah, that's the sad part. And that's like a servant who gets like a wage, not a son who gets to be a part of dad giving him the blessing. And that's mm. why a lot of you feel like servants. That just get wages oh, from the Lord. Oh, because yeah. you're not a part of God blessing you. you. Did we go back to the other portal, portal 15-79, where <laughs> you talk about learning after the fact. And Pastor yeah. Tony, I was thinking of a biblical example to illustrate this. And I think Samson might be one where the Lord did still answered in spite of him in the end. Yeah, and only did. when he got it, completely in the end yeah, he did. did he get to be a part of you know and it was with peter too yeah and i remember karen sings it all the time because we watch sight and sound and i love that title song at the end of samson because the line is um yahweh you're all i need and i've said this in portals before but it'll land now in a different way for people hold me captive and i'll be free and i think it shows me that Samson all his life was trying to be free, to do what he wanted, to feel that freedom of I can choose, I can love who I want to love, I can go where I want to go, I can eat what I want to eat. But yet deep down inside, he was held captive. But only when he surrendered to the Lord Jesus Christ, in a worldly sense, he was held captive because now he's love slave to the master, did he become totally free. And the Lord blessed in spite of his disobedience. The Lord used him. Uh, that just stood out to me. It's but, because God is faithful. But going and back I use in, the word because. He is faithful. Right, we can use it. He God is has to say because. Faithful. We don't. He is faithful. But he is so you said, faithful. You said, which I want to help our listeners understand, 
which was mind-blowing. You said what we do as believers is we base the reality of who God is on the evidence of what he's done yeah. and not on the character of who he, of is. Who he is. And I, I gave an example, like we shared about how we have just been blessed with the miracle of my sister's levels for her kidney reading. Oh, it's like just a miracle. Just totally going back to normal. Mm-hmm. From someone that three weeks ago was told they will have kidney disease, mm-hmm. right? Now, the temptation, here's a positive way that the enemy could try and spin this, to try and rob the glory from God. The temptation is for us as believers to go, well, of course she's going to be healed because look at her levels. Mm. Here we go. See, this is where we use the kind of verbiage of the evidence to be greater than the one who's giving the evidence. No, she is healed because, and I'm using the word because, of who he is. This is it. And because he said she would be healed. And this is where we go back to because Pastor Tony. Because he's not a liar. I want you to come in on this. This is where we go back to faith starts with God. Even if those tests had declared something different, I feel challenged from the Holy Spirit to say, would you still have held on to she is healed? If the evidence had said something different, if the reality of that fifth dimension hadn't yet collapsed, what do you say about that? We walk by faith, not by sight. Well, and mine, so i got to say mine. Mine was a personal <laughs> revelation. Go, yeah, yeah. Mine was a personal revelation. And I declared in this building yep. that once he gives me that revelation... I cannot but hold on. Now, that's my part with the Holy Spirit because that's how he usually does things with me. Now, this could be a challenge for me, but I still have to hang on to what he said because he doesn't lie. Mm. And I think speaking of that too... Why that is, jump in, yes, why that is so interesting because instantly I'm thinking about scenarios where the Lord has said something, circumstances didn't line, and automatically I'm like, did I miss it? Did I, did I, did he say it? And that, that's where I'm learning now through this, the, the higher revelation that I'm tying all these portals together. When you always say, like, don't look at the circumstances because the enemy will use the circumstances to get you to deny, to get you to do the because and all of these other things. So that just landed in me real quick. See, I just it, work, want you it works in two ways. The enemy can get you to say, well, God said this. And because God said this, I'm going to believe it. Right. Yes. Or because this has happened, I'm going to believe it. And then you said in the sub portal, but we can do what the Holy Spirit has said to us. Mm-hmm. And hold on to what he's said and use that symptomatically to be like, well, you know, well, I believe that God said this. So because of that, I'm not going to, you know, budge. Yes. Which goes back to, has God said it? Yeah. Have you heard the hard word? Have you had the personal revelation? Mm -hmm. Because um, it will rob you. I think the Lord is showing us through this portal. The because will rob you of personal revelation either way. Mm -hmm. And it will enter you into what we call... Talk, calling this portal symptomatic communication. Right. You will base everything in life faith-wise on symptoms, mm. you know, and you won't get to the root ever. 
And a lot mm. of that stuff, Pastor needs to talk, but a lot of that stuff is based on blind faith, yep. hoping it'll happen, blind faith, presumptuous faith, and assuming faith, mm. which is not faith at all. Pastor. Again, I know you're going to um, probably expand on this as well. When we heard the report of Christie's tests, we rejoiced, right? But I immediately felt it's not finished. Of course it's I'm not. I'm not going by symptoms. There's, there's a cause that's deeper than the symptom. There we go. We're well, going for the so whole thing. Until Come on, the Lord says it's done, then we keep going for it. Mm. So I'll give you an example. Um, mm. On a positive note, many years ago, um, I was fasting and praying for New York when we weren't living here. I was asking the Lord about the next move for our, our children and their education and so forth. And so I isolated myself. Pastor asked me, isolate yourself, go on a 10-day fast, which I did. But at the end of that fast, the Lord woke me at about 4 o'clock in the morning. I wasn't expecting what he was going to say to me, though. He said to me, your dad's going to have a heart attack. Start yeah, praying. That's right. Now, there were no symptoms. Um, there was no indication whatsoever. He was as strong as an ox. So for the next two years, because I didn't know when this was going to happen, I just knew the Lord wanted me to pray. And then two years later, sure enough, I get the phone call from my sister saying, Tony, you know, Dad's had a, a pretty, you know, strong heart attack and he's been hospitalised. Now, throughout that whole situation, I think I was the only one and only member of the family that had positivity. That's right. You, you know did. what I mean? And so if I was to go by the symptoms alone, I would have backed off and said, no, nah, Dad's going to be fine. There's, no, there's nothing going on. And again whether you're going by symptoms in the positive or the negative, you'll get in trouble. So it comes back to hearing the Holy Spirit again. What's the Holy Spirit? Let's see, you were, you were primed. Yeah. For two years, the Lord primed you for the ongoing revelation. Yeah. And that puts you in a state to hear the hard mm. word. Yeah. And it didn't hit you like a ton of bricks. Yeah. The Lord eased you into it. Yep. Because he was able to speak to you, prepare for this, my son. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you had based the communication with the Lord when he told you that on the symptoms of, well, dad's fine. What do you mean he's going to have a heart attack? Well, you know, the enemy tries to bring logic. Like I, I heard in my head, there's no history of heart disease in my family. You know, um, no one's died of heart attacks mm. and so forth. It, it, it strips the miracle. But I know miracle. when the Lord, mm. the Lord said to me, there's a first time. Wait, 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 wait. That sort of voice strips the miracle. Yeah. It really well, I does. Thank God I it didn't listen to it. It strips it. And, but you, you know, um, just because if you um, remember, and this will help people, uh, when Ken went to, to be with the Lord, just before he went, to be with the Lord, the Lord spoke to him and told him, uh, because you're coming home, you will not lose one of your children. They will all serve me and have that life. And so 
all this week, that's what God's been reminding me of. All these, and you, I don't know how you go, but we've been having this communication, Holy Spirit, and me full of all the memorial stones I've got in the River Jordan that mm. God wants me to have a look at yeah. and to step on, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's, I didn't go looking for it. If you want to work with the Holy Spirit, He will do it. He will show you the ways Mm -hmm. to walk through it. Yeah. The ways. So you don't have to trump up your own faith. And I'm word trump up. Trump up. I like it. Pastor, I want to bring out something you said too, because again, on a positive note, it was you you guys got the word first uh, about Christie's healing. And then the symptoms actually confirmed, if you will, and I was saying that very gently, confirmed the word. And then sometimes as believers, we would have stopped there. Like, oh, well, we got it approved. You know, there there it went. But you said even going back to the Holy Spirit, you were saying to keep going. It's not finished. And I feel like that's where sometimes we get caught up to, where the symptoms can actually approve something the lord is saying yep. and then we stop and be like well it's finished it's done it's, it's over with we got what we were crying out for and we stop at the relationship to go back to him that's that's a, a that's a book that i wrote called uh these putting your sword down yeah the moment you get uh something big you know i wrote this an article and it means you've got to keep wielding your sword Mm -hmm. and uh, the moment you put your your sword down and you just rest back on that victory yeah (laughs) and you think that victory is the strategy for the next victory yeah but it's not you got to go back and get the new mandate the new um, word from the Lord from the heavens. You got to get all that. You mm-hmm. got to get the new strategies, and that's what happened. And through the Bible, God continually, through the Holy Spirit, tells us these things. What about the the battle of AI? Mm. They just leaned on their last victory. Yeah, but their last victory didn't have sin in the camp. But AI had sin in the camp. Right. And that needed to be handled differently. To go to what you were saying, the Lord just dropped in my spirit, and I know this is a controversial subject, but I'll say it. What you said, how we stop, because we use the symptoms to prove that God is finished. God's word is fulfilled. When we don't go deeper and ask God, is he finished? Yeah. We don't ask what Pastor said on Sunday. We tell God. Here's the symptoms. I was just about to bring So it you must be finished because yeah. every symptom is fulfilled. Well, no. I wonder how many patriots ah. would stop praying and stop this reformation when they get those symptoms healed, fulfilled. Ooh. And maybe that's something. Because the reality means, is yeah, I've been the getting fact that. that the symptom didn't get healed the way that God wanted it to or the way that they thought is the very thing that is whipping the church into shape to be ready is. for it God is. to move in a rebirth. It is. It is. Definitely. How many people so true. would stop praying tomorrow yeah. if you know who 
Well, I could just give you a little I'll bit. I'll just put it out. Of, you mean uh, the legitimate president? Uh, yeah, I, I just, just mean give if you they got what they thought should happen. I'll just give you a little bit of evidence on that. And I'm not one for evidence, but every time I'm, uh, you know, going to hear what God is saying through uh, YouTube or any portal or anything like that, that he wants to speak to me, I am seeing a breaking down. It's a breaking down of strength. And I believe very strongly Holy Spirit, God the Holy Spirit is breaking down every man's strength. Not just evils. No, every man's strength. He's breaking the church's self-strength. And he's using Satan as the garbage man to do it. But they are so positive and so confident. They think they can do it. They started very, very meek. Can I say this? Yes. Very, very meek. And now I'm seeing heads swell. Everyone's a prophet. And everybody's a prophet. Everybody uh, has the, th- their own line and everybody has this. And it's become something beyond helping the people. Mm. See, God is breaking down the strength of man. In his flesh, whether he declares that per, that that he loves Jesus Christ, yep. he's breaking it down. Mm, he's breaking it down Jeez. because Shania, there's not two length, two types of strength. Just like there's not two wills of God, there's only one will of God. There's no such thing as the permissive will of God. That strips him, believe you me, of his sovereignty, this permissive will of God. But strength is when you're the weakest, you are the greatest candidate for God's strength. I'm going to let that land. we got to let that simmer because... It's not over yes. till Jesus says it's over. It's That's exactly over. right. Just like this portal is not over because we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Man, oh man, has this portal been good? I wanted to, if you don't mind, finish on this statement where we kind of left off. And Pastor Nate, you mentioned this on a Sunday, uh, or actually this past Sunday, about us telling God (laughs) these things, telling God the symptoms, telling God a lot of stuff. Just telling him. Tell him what we want and telling him what we need and tell him how we feel. I think it's... Telling him what's going on. Right. And I our, know what's going on. And our Christian vernacular <laughs> is, oh, I'm just venting. Yeah. I'm just venting. Oh, venting? Yeah. I'm just venting, you know. Oh, yes. We already have the answer. That's what you were saying. I'm we just seething. <laughs> That's what it really you're is. You're not venting. You're leaking. Oh, gosh. You're steaming. Mm. <laughs> Again, another barometer. Counseling coming in here. If, look. Just take inventory. 
of when you talk to the Lord, do you walk away with a response? It's a good barometer to see who's doing all the talking. Yeah. Because God always responds. When the priests in the tabernacle would lift up an offering, they would bring in a burn offering, a fellowship offering. The Lord, if he was pleased with the offering, if he was pleased with the relationship and communication, there it is. he would come down and he would consume the sacrifice. Mm. Yep. And the people of God would get closure and they would know that God had responded. Whoa. And the guilt would be absolved wow. for what they were atoning for. You can't get a, a you know an absolution until you get closure. Closure comes from the Lord speaking, not from you speaking. Ooh. So I think it's important because you'll find out all your language of because is all you talking. Mm. It's not it's not the Lord. Yeah. But the Lord said something to me in the bathroom. Then he said, "Talks um, to you in the bathroom." Yeah, of course yes. he does. Uh, he quick. said, he so said I know then, he does." He said, "Satan is always." You talked about putting the reality into the evidence. Satan puts the reality into the evidence, but the evidence is a lie. Yeah. Like it's, lie. it's evidence, but it's in the negative. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like yeah. we are waiting for the evidence to try and help prove what God well, has said. Well, evidence is to try and make us believe. Yeah. But I go back to that scripture that you said, faith is the thing, the substance. Mm. So the Lord said to me in the bathroom, he said, you're asking for evidence before you even got substance. Yeah. Mm. And he said, faith has to be substance yeah. before it can manifest to evidence. Yeah. Mm. But what we do is we go for the evidence and we think that the well, evidence will lead us to the substance. Well, it's because we've got it right the wrong way around. Yeah, we always that's do that. Why. And that's yeah. why we always will have it like that. And I'm not using the word because... That's why we will it's always right. you can use that have word. that. It's, no, it's but word. I'm not. No, but it's 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 true. I'm not because, okay? <laughs> I'm not going to use that word. We will always have it that way until we get it the right way around. Mm. So you yes. said on Sunday, what Shanae is going back to, um, we tell God. We go yep, to God we and do. we tell him what's going on. Yeah. First of all, who are we fooling to think that the Lord doesn't already know what's going on? <laughs> like he knows the in-depths of our heart. Yeah. You know, he knows the things that, I love what Pastor said in that prophetic activation when we had our altar time on Sunday and we sang uh, Collide, Ginny's song, amazing song, Beneath the Surface. Yeah. And the reality of that song came alive to me for the first time on Sunday because I've always thought about the evil beneath the surface. Oh. But Pastor faith. said, and I listened to it again last night, while looking for parking, the Holy Spirit talks, and she said, isn't it, it funny how funny God places. sees what's going on in you beneath the surface <laughs> and he still doesn't judge you for it? Yes. He still doesn't hold it against you as ransom when you come into him and you and he knows all of the festering underneath that layer of your presented righteousness. And he yes. knows he knows when you're coming to him because of symptoms. Mm. And I don't know about you. You can hit it because I want to hit him with another one. I don't know about you, but that is not good enough for me yeah. to have a relationship like that. I personally don't like that sort of relationship, that the only relationship or, or fe fellowship I can have is when somebody comes to get off me. 
I I can't see that as fulfilling at all. That doesn't build friendship. It could start it, but it can't build it. It needs to go somewhere from that. And so, you know, if that's all I see God as, give me God, you know, I'm not communicating with someone who is the love of my life. That's it. And he's saying mm. to me as we're listening and he's nice. speaking to my spirit, he's saying to me, evidence is the overflow of my character. Yeah. It's not the thing that points to my goodness. Like we sang that prophetic song, I've seen the evidence of your goodness. Mm. Well, the goodness of God is so great that it has to overflow, it overflow. into evidence. Yeah. Ooh, it's not that good. the evidence is needed to show the goodness of God. Yeah. You know, um, this is really landing in me right now. Like mm, the goodness mm. of God is so great. Hi, Chris. Cannot she's be there. contained. Mm-hmm. Hi, we're all celebrating, we're celebrating your testimony. healing. <laughs> and your big, big news. So people are going to bombard you to know soon. The evidence of God is so overwhelming, Shania, that it, 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 it must I'm manifest into sorry the the the, the goodness of god, god yeah. it must manifest into evidence wow it's not that it has to it's because of who he is that it that it must it's just the law of spiritual science yeah it's got to actuate it's got to manifest into a reality Come but on. now i'm getting even as i've prophetically sung that i've seen the evidence of your goodness i'm i'm looking to see wow i've actually looked for the evidence to lead me to the substance so rather is, than knowing that the substance will overflow into the evidence. So mm. is the evidence the healing or the, is the evidence his appearing or his, you know, manifesting yeah. in it? Is that which is, the, yeah, yeah, is the evidence... You know, the substance of the healing. Or is the evidence he turned up? He's there. Mm, mm, Because that's the real evidence. Yeah. Not what he can do. That is not the evidence. Come on. What he can do. It's who he is. Must overflow into what he does. Oh my, it will. It'll flow into what he can do, but he's got to be there. And while we're on this, the Lord uh, uh, is speaking to me very strongly about, you know, we talk about the abiding presence of of the Lord and the the God, the Holy Spirit. But do you know, we have to stop trying to build our strength. Because that means we have two things going on at once. His strength that will combat our weakness or our strength to try and meet his strength. I can't have my strength meet his strength. It's only in my weakness that he's strong. 
Do you get that? Yes. That qualifies us. That really qualifies us. You being strong does not qualify you for a thing. Oh, my goodness. And this is what I'm, I'm getting. It's <sighs> like even now the Lord's just writing on my heart this reality, and I've said it so many times, but who he is will always overflow into what he does. But if you only go after what he does, you'll never you'll never get so so when you need a breakthrough, you don't go after the specificity of the breakthrough. Come on, come that on you I get need. what you're going. You go after who he is in the breakthrough. You don't go after the healing, you go after the healer. Yeah. You don't go after the financial blessing, you go after the provider. Yeah. yeah. You don't go after the, you know, the uh the mender of the of, of well, the, even let's use talk terms. You don't go after, you know, getting the fragmentation back. You go after the one who restores your soul. Yes. And so therefore... It's if, not just the character of God you, to answer a question. If you were to show that in a picture, what, are you going to have a relationship with a dollar bill? Ooh. Some people do. Uh, and that is a big deal here. And that's why the market crashes. Hey. Their faith crashes. Because they have evidence with sim- they have faith in symptoms and yep. relationship with so symptoms. So symptomatic relationship, eh? This is what oh it gosh. is. Someone asked this I question here. I need to here. go. I need to go to God. I'm having this situation happen. I need to tell him. Do you know? Do you know? Are you fooling yourself to believe and ask a question? Do you know? He would ask you. Do you know? Ooh. Be assured, he knows. But he would say to you, do you know? Oh, my God. And Pastor Tony, someone's asking here, is the substance, when I'm saying, you know, the substance, the faith, his character. Faith is the substance and then the evidence of things, right, which are not yet seen. So that person's saying, is the substance referring then to the deeper meaning of the scripture, his character, his person? Yeah. It's you getting the reality of what God has shown you. And then, from what I understand, evidence follows, like in a crime scene, yep, evidence is, is what's left over from something that's already happened. <laughs> Substance is the reality before it's even existed, right? It's a reality that it exists before it actually happens. To that get is it? so good. We want to damn you because <laughs> no, yes. that is say Anymore? say what unpack that thing about well, I was, crime I was, scene left over. I was thinking, you know, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Yeah. That's the present Evidence. reality of a future tense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Evidence is the what's the left over or what is a symptom of something that's already happened. Mm-hmm. So you got Future and and past coming together. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. So evidence is what is left over after something's already happened. And so f- true faith is is that you believe that it's happened. Yeah, because mm. that's already happened. Because in that's why Jesus said, "When you stand praying, believe, believe that you will receive, and 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 believe that you receive it." Because through the eyes of God. It, it has happened. And so, therefore, 
this is his full measure of faith. His full measure shows you through his eyes that it's already happened. We've got to tap into that, Go. that part of God. As far as the Lord is concerned, I know this is a big, big sort of thing to try and comprehend, but every day of your life has already been written out in his book. So whatever blessing is coming your way, it's already happened as far as he's concerned. What we have to do is, like you say, the fifth dimension reality mm -hmm. is the evidence it. that it's happened. Collapse it into this realm. But he doesn't want evidence to overflow The substance is you've tapped into the reality. Yeah, there it is. The evidence is you've, you've actually you know, changed your life to fit yep. that. But the substance that we're, that we're saying now to tap in for is more than just the reality, okay, believe that you have received. But what have you received? Are you believing that you have received a something apart from him? This is what we're talking about. Okay, you're crying out for a healing. You received the healing or have you received the healer? Yeah. See, this is the difference. Is the yeah. evidence overflowing to point to the substance in your life or does the substance because of its nature, overflow into evidence. So mm, I believe I what you. Nate's saying is deep, really deep, because you would ask, we could ask ourselves, who met the healer and who got the healing in the mm. gospel? Right? So think about how many people who got healed who didn't follow Jesus. I'm telling you, that's, there's more than the ones who did follow that's Jesus. Right, that's right. The ones who follow Jesus are like Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother I, of James and John. Very few. Right? Very few. The people who stayed with Jesus that's and right. followed him met the healer, and met the Messiah. They knew that it was like, yeah, yeah. And they, because there's no pre preconceived ideas... They actually got to get the benefit of the principles of the kingdom of God. Yeah. And I was reading in my book on healing to talk about how healing has to be seen through, all the way through, to, to a testimony that, you know, lines up with who God is. This hit me like a ton of bricks. The same people that were healed were the same people that yelled, crucify him. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Because they were after the symptom. There you go. Or in in oh. a sense, they were looking for the evidence and not the substance. But the ones that were after the healer got to see it all the way through to the end and they got to see him go up and sit at the right hand of the Father. Yep. They got they, closure. They developed mm. a relationship with God. They got the fullness of the faith. They didn't just get a fix in the arm like the rest so of them. So I, I think when we come to these things... We're now starting to see to approach God through s symptoms is not relationship. You'll end up saying crucify him. You'll probably end up saying crucify him. Yeah, we've got to say it because... When it doesn't go your way. Yeah, yeah. True. It because those people didn't wake up and say, I'm going to betray Jesus. No, no. they didn't. Ooh. The They're, symptoms they didn't line up. They were led by their needs. And when their needs weren't being met, they turned on Jesus. I think we... Jesus prophesied it right. He said, yeah. surely you'll say unto me, physician, heal, heal yourself. yourself. But I think we come to this. And I think if we... 
yeah, I think if we come to this and we we realize that uh, we don't want this anymore, I don't want my symptoms to lead me to more symptoms. Come on, Lord, give me that. Okay, I want him to show me who he is through any symptom that I'm allowing him to move through. This is it. This is the cap. I, th I think if you say it more, we'll get focused on something else. So. so can I just put a little tag to finish it off? Yeah, tag us. If you're led by your needs, you'll end up becoming his enemy. Oh my God! I don't know whether they it's give so that a true. or it's so true. No more. We gotta stop. You gotta do one prophetic friend, darling. You don't need to tell me no more. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. I was gonna close the whole word and close on his word. Close. Amen. We gotta. Um, we gotta close yes. and answer questions offline, but. Do you want to do? We haven't done prophetic friends. Do you want to do no, prophetic no, we're friends? Close it. I think we've done I think enough. We need to leave it at that and let it land. Except to say this, <laughs> and this go. is Another with portal. this. Don't believe that God, the Holy Spirit, needs to push you into a corner to make you move. <laughs> Don't believe that. <laughs> Because he will bless you in spite of yourself. But it's better for him to bless you through you being a part of it. That's the end. God bless. Good work, Pastor.